Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of What the Bleep Are You Doing With Your Life? It's Melissa. And Elijah. Thank you so much for being here with us today. We took last week off. I was up in um, middle of Idaho in McCall. I had a client who was a family uh, member, friend, that um, we were working with and it's been kind of like a a year in the making. So it was good to go up there and kind of try to figure out what they want to do. Um, they want to buy up there, something up there. But um, we weren't here last week, and I apologize for that. Sometimes it happens. But, hey, we're here this week, and I can't believe it's already Wednesday. I I think I'm from, you know, I took a couple weeks off in July, and last week I, I don't have my day straight anymore. I keep thinking every day is Sunday or Monday. Like So Wednesday, it's bizarre to me. And also this weekend we're going to be heading to Trevor's grandma's 80th birthday party, which is actually turning 81, but was supposed to be celebrated last year in COVID. They live in LA County, so mm. that was not going to happen. And I'm actually like crossing my fingers that it'll still be able to happen this weekend because there's some stuff changing. But um, we're heading down there, and I just kind of feel like I'm kind of getting us in like my days sorted out, and now I'm going to be gone again for five days. But after that, no trips for a while, which is good. I mean, <laughs> I like a good weekend trip, but I do like that stability of just you know regularity in my life even if it's just routines at home but also with work for sure so i'm happy to be here back with you how's everything going with your house how's everything going with life fill us in it's good and it wasn't all your fault because i was also gone last week to san diego which um was part of the trip was a lot of fun i got to go down there and deliver that custom piece which i was totally like taken back because you know i took it off the the frame and then rolled it all up and I had two tubes that I carried. Anyways, I get to San Diego and I'm like, okay, well, I need to restretch it thinking it would be easy. Never doing that again because it was so much harder to put it back on the frame. And then that took a couple hours with, with people. Like, I actually had two other people helping me and I get it to this guy's house and he's like, okay, well, you know, hang it up. And I was like, what? I wasn't, and it was just like this whole thing, like, he was very well off, so he hires everything to be done for him, so he didn't have any tools, like, he had, like, this teeny baby hammer and a baby level and screwdriver, like, it literally looked like a child's playset, and I'm over here just, like, punching holes to this guy's wall, like, and I'm like, oh, does this look okay, (laughs) like, and he was having this big party, like, that night, and I was just like, Dude, please be careful, because the last thing I want is this thing to, like, fall on one of your guests or something. And he was super nice about it. It was funny, but it really taught me a lesson. Like, be very clear in setting, like, the boundaries of and, like, the scope of work. For sure. Which, of course, is just another lesson that I have to learn in a very different way, because it's usually always relationship or job. But this was unique in the fact that I just assumed I was dropping off this painting and he assumed it was the full service deal and it was really stressful and I didn't want to screw up this guy's house or look dumb, you know, and if I would have set that expectation like, hey, I'm coming around this time, I'm just dropping it off, see you later, that would have been totally avoided. So really sucked in that moment, but it was a good lesson to learn um, because I swear the universe just keeps like you know, hitting me, it's because, like, basically hitting me in the face, like, come on, dummy, you're not getting it, like, you have to set boundaries, like, (laughs) because if you don't, like, you end up frustrated and upset. For sure. Over something that should be a good thing, like, I got to sell this painting for a lot of money, 
to a great guy. The whole thing was such an awesome experience, but that part like tainted it. And I caught myself like complaining and like, oh, I didn't know. And I just had a, like a bad attitude about it. Um, after it happened, they just then I kind of snapped out of it. But yeah, it's a good lesson. And yeah, but you know, I was telling my buddy today. <clears throat> I was like, I'm so grateful to live where we live, and um, because even though you know California, perfect weather and like the beach and all that stuff, like I was so excited to come home. Like, and I seem to be doing that like more and more. Like when I go away, like even short trips to like McCall or you know Sun Valley, like I'm happy to be home. Mm-hmm. And I don't think. I don't think it's because of, like, being a homebody. I just think I'm trying to show a lot more, like, gratitude of, like, having a really great home base. Does that make sense? Absolutely. I've actually been thinking about that a lot this week. And even yesterday, I went to lunch with my little sister and my little sweet baby niece who just turned two and my mom. And we were sitting and we ordered all this delicious food and we're sitting there laughing. And my mom even was like, wow, like, we're so lucky that we can just be together and do this like you know we it wasn't super expensive food but you know we're all just eating and laughing and having a good time and I was actually telling a friend today too I said you know I'm so grateful where we live I love Boise I love my house I love where I live location wise I love the Treasure Valley but I also sometimes and I I mean you can't think this way because it's like we live where we live let's just enjoy it but also everything that's going on in the world right now I'm like, this isn't normal, sadly. Like, this isn't, maybe this is pretty common in the United States, maybe in Europe, um, Australia, sure. And in a lot of really, there's a lot of great places all over the world. So I'm not trying to discount any place, but in the majority of the world, living just like so peacefully and easily, which is also a choice, because I know a lot of people that are miserable or know of a lot of people that can be miserable or have been or will be where we live. But I'm like, this is kind of sometimes I'm like, do we live in like a like a the, is the matrix real? Like, do we do we live in like this false reality? Like, this is so beautiful, and I'm not trying to be negative at all, but it's it's interesting because I'm like, yeah, this is so great, this is so wonderful, and on the flip side of the coin, like, there's a lot of suffering in the world, and so I'm I'm not gonna go down that rabbit hole, but it does make you feel grateful. It does make uh, I mean I'm on the on the same page as you even today I was like I love my house and obviously the way that you decorate your home and live in your space really um it does make things more enjoyable and more relaxing and you feel at peace and you feel calm and like something as simple as like a really nice candle or like clean countertops or like sweeping like stuff like that brings me joy and makes me enjoy my space more but oh yeah like especially lately I've just been really appreciating Boise where Idaho (laughs) Um, where we live and also having the capacity to be grateful for that right I think there's been a lot of times in my life where especially in high school and out of high school freshly into college I went to college here I was unhappy with myself and the relationship that I was in which was so looking back was so silly like I let that depict a lot of things in my life but and determine a lot of things in my life but I lived here and I didn't appreciate it and I didn't like it and I I even hated it when it became fall because and I've talked about this so many times like it got cold and it got dark earlier and I just I didn't really have a sense of purpose and I was just going to I was in high school and I wasn't driving and I wasn't working and so I 
think, and I know that there are a lot of people that probably live in the most beautiful places in the world and can you can still, of course, suffer from depression or suffer from just having bad days or just not enjoying yourself. But um, I'm glad to like look back. And I've been thinking about that a lot lately too because there's this, of course, there's a ton of like trends on social media and stuff. But one of the ones I saw was like, imagine your younger self like running towards you and giving yourself a hug. And I was like, oh my gosh, like, First of all, that would be so trippy, almost like more trippy for like the younger version if the younger <laughs> yeah. version was conscious because they're like, sure. whoa, this is your life. These are the choices you've made. And like, I think my younger self would be very happy, but um, so much has changed. And, you know, I've come so far emotionally and in, in from the mature standpoint and maturity standpoint and just enjoying life in general, like just being happy. And I know that that has to do with my environment and the choices I've made, but I have really come a long way. So it's cool to see that and actually like have the capacity to, to find gratitude. And, you know, again, lot, most of that is choices. I know some there's a lot of things we can't control. We can get help for, but there's some things we can't control. But I do feel grateful, too, that I have like the capacity to be grateful. I know that's like so, so much deeper than just being like, I'm, I love this place. But I think about that a lot, and especially this week, for sure. Well, it all ties in. I mean, even as simple, and I know, I remember we talked about, like, your entryway, but going back again, like, because I'm super stoked on it, but um, I really felt like my living room wasn't, like, finished off, and so Lauren had sent me this photo of, like, a decorative ladder, right, that you hang blankets on, and I was like, ah, oh, that's kind of cool. I was like, I could, I could make one of those. <laughs> And she's like, really? And I was like, yeah, for sure. Because I, like, cut some branches out of the back, and they were actually, like, kind of perfect uh, circumference for, like, rungs on a ladder. And long story short, like, I made it. It took, like, 30 minutes. I put it in there, and I was like, holy cow. And I've got, like, an art piece that I created specifically for um, my living room that I super love. And it just, it was so weird. Like, for weeks, I mean, I've been there... Um, two months. Wow. Actually, holy cow, two months, and I really didn't feel like comfortable. Like it still felt like an Airbnb almost when I woke up every morning. Like, just something didn't feel right. And just like two of those very simple things that were a hundred percent free, by the way. Um, you know, changed my entire like outlook of like gratitude and like feeling like home and it was I don't really know 100% what like the lesson is there I don't maybe there's just not it's just as simple as you know the simple things like or rearranging or you know you don't have to have an interior designer go in or buy expensive furniture to like make something feel like your own and to make it feel like home and then that like plays back into like oh you get excited to like come home and like be in that environment for sure and I I know a lot of people that don't like going home and you know whether that's like a fear of being alone or whatever it is like I just imagine if more people kind of just looked at it that way in terms of you know just making small changes can actually change your whole attitude in and this is your home base right like if you don't feel good or safe in the one place that you absolutely should then you know, good luck. <laughs> I mean, truly. So that's kind of a weird tangent, but 
if anybody's feeling like they don't feel comfortable, there are very small things that you can do material-wise or just moving things around to be more like feng shui, like to literally change your attitude about what I consider probably one of the most important environments in your day-to-day life. Yeah, definitely. I I know I've shared a lot that I'm like a nostalgic person and I think I find comfort in nostalgia and whether it's a place, a song, a movie, just a memory, um, holidays, stuff like that, nostalgia. But there is something really comforting about having your home base, whether you're renting, you have an apartment, condo, townhouse, house, you live with your parents, you're an au pair nanny, you live with a family, whatever you do, having that feel like a safe space. And I will say, especially, I mean, as far as far as I can remember, I mean, I feel I felt that way growing up, but we moved a lot. But as an adult, having my own places, whether I was renting or now that we have a house that we own, I have always felt comfort. And I think it's, again, a choice and also how you make the house. But it is such a good feeling to have that. And I, I feel that every time I'm home, I'm like, I feel safe. I feel comfortable. I feel like it's clean and it's nice. And mm-hmm. I saw something this week as well that you know, it was like, what's the, you know, one of the worst things about renting. And it was like not making that space your own just because you don't own it. And there's a lot of people that, which, you know, this was somebody's opinion, but Mm -hmm. I, I was like, that's so true. Like there were so many years where I rented where I didn't. And then as I got older, I would like make my room, my space and like hang up pictures or, you know, paint or do whatever I wanted to do. And I really made it like I, instead of looking at it as like, oh, I'm renting this. I was like, this is like my space and like owning it. And I know there's a lot, so many people that rent out there. I mean, obviously we're in the business of selling houses and we can both attest to that. It feels really good to own your own house, but you know, wherever your space is, even if, you know, I know a girl that was like, renting out or living in her mom's garage that they transform into a bedroom office and like she what from what she shared it looked like a beautiful space that she enjoyed that was like perfectly the things were perfectly picked out for her because she made that conscious choice and she really thrived there for yeah I think she lived there for a couple years and now she's like abroad doing really cool stuff and so just simple things like that I do and I think a lot of people and I hope a lot of people feel comfort in their homes and in their space and I I mean this is giving like putting fire into my butt because I really want to finish my entryway I just like I was telling my friend who has an amazing job but she's always been talking about interior design or like staging or something and I told her I said if there was somebody even on Instagram where I could just send them a picture of my entryway because I got a lot of really good suggestions when I posted it on, on Instagram from just followers and people that I love and I was like, if I could just send them the picture and they could give me like three options and then tell me where I could get the items that I could hang up on the wall, like, I would pay her like $50, $100, whatever. Like, mm. I, and I, maybe not a year ago, I wouldn't have done that. But like now I'm in a spot where I, I'm, I'm struggling and I would rather just have that space be completed. And so it was also, side note, a really good opportunity to share that with her because I told her, I said, there is a market and there is a niche group of people that will accept and want whatever you have to offer. I know we talked about this with paintings, right? Like she, maybe that's just one part of something she could do or anyone could do, but I'm like, there are people out there that will pay you to help you, help you, help so that you can help them pick up pieces for their house. There are people out there that will pay you to just tell them what to buy or to go pick it up for them or to like do their closet. Like there's people out there in our community too. And I think as you get, 
around people that have a little bit more disposable income, that's true for anything. So just a good reminder in general that there are always people out there that will want to experience or to pay for what you have to offer, whatever it is, whether it's like gourmet soaps or it's childcare or it's meal prepping or it's cleaning, whatever it is, you know? So it's really interesting that there are a lot of options for people in general, just like whatever they want to do, if they think it's a side hustle or an idea, it's possible and there's always going to be people out there, you know? A hundred percent. Well, and I was once again talking to my friend today and I was letting him know, like, I've had a, people reach out and being like, oh, well, you know, like, I'm, I hate what I do and, um, you know, I want to get into real estate or, you know, something like that. And I'm like, that's awesome. I'm never going to discourage anybody from doing anything because I just love the fact that you're even thinking outside of the box. Like you're saying, Hey, I'm not happy. What is an option? I was like, I will always support that because I think that's the very first step on making your life so much better. But I was like, now that you've had that thought, let's kind of like tweak that a little bit. And I kind of just ran through like, cause he's very, risk adverse, very safe, took a very more traditional route in schooling and like his job. And I think that's why he's feeling a little bit. I'm like, well, why not, you know, let's take that same passion to like find something that makes you happy. And like, I mean, you make very, you make pretty good money. So maybe it's not the money that's driving you. So what if we just find you something that you just love to do as a hobby that could maybe turn out to be income producing. And you know, we just kind of like, he loves fishing. And I was just like, well, you know, I know that you used to work at the fly fishing store. So why not, you know, you could pick up a couple of shifts a week or get a, do a guiding thing. Like whether you do it for free or for money, like it doesn't matter. Like if that's something you truly enjoy, then you should be exploring that and money and all that other stuff comes. So like my whole point is that there's always a like a void to fill if you're passionate about it. Like it, I mean, the guy who made Scrub Daddy, like like that shit's like so expensive. Like it is a million dollar company and he all he did was reinvent the sponge by putting a happy face on it. Like, because that was something he's, you know what I'm saying? Like you can, there's so many avenues you can go. And I think it just, it makes you have more of an interesting life. Like with your friend, like it could be really, like a good transition point or like at least a point of like exploring something new. I mean, there's just so many different avenues that you can take. So even if you think it's dumb or not money producing or, or whatever that negative self-talk is, like I can almost guarantee like there is somebody or some, or there is somebody out there who will resonate with whatever it is that you're doing. And you may find that you can end up making, turning it into a career. For sure. Or a paid hobby or whatever. Yeah. And I'll give a good example. I know I've mentioned this before, but I have a good friend that um, does is a, her, has her own meal prep company. So she makes the meals, she packages them, she delivers them. And she, when she started out, I know that there was another girl, I don't know of this person, um, that had a, a similar company. And she had reached out and just said, hey, I just want to let you know, like, my friends have been asking for this. I'm just, I'm going to start it too. And the other girl wasn't very like supportive, I guess, or whatever, you know, cause it's like the, you think, oh, you're taking away from me. Right. 
Well, now my friend is so busy, she's turning away business that if anybody else out there in the Treasure Valley wanted to start a meal prep company, whether you, you know, cater to just healthy meals in general or more keto style or low carb or vegan or vegetarian, there is room for you. There are people out there that want those things. And sometimes it's, you know, maybe they'll hear it a hundred times or they'll hear it 10 times. Oh, like there's, you could do this. People have this and this and this, but it doesn't really hit them that they want that until they hear it from when you're offering it, right? Like I think about bakeries that open up and cake places. I'm like, there's so many places in the Treasure Valley, but there are different things that different people offer. And so it's really cool. Like it's it's a cool reminder because I feel like when I got into this world of like side hustles and like finding your passion and not really going the corporate route, which is kind of my vibe, which is why I'm doing what I'm doing now, I felt like it was like a really big thing. And it's cool to see that people are still following that and they're following their passions and they're doing stuff like that because it's really valuable. It's a really cool thing that people should explore. And when I was driving here, I was kind of thinking about my friend too, where I was like, she really could, obviously she could use it as a transition piece, but she really could go full throttle with that. And Mm -hmm. I I told her, I was like, you know, people like me who need stagers, you, and I know people that if like they buy a million dollar house, what if they want it like furnished? Like there's lots of options and yeah, you can say, oh, well that's like, shoulda, coulda, maybe might happen. Not really sure. But I was also thinking about people like me, like when I was still nannying and I, I was like, I have a college degree in business. But I've, you know, applied for jobs that I think I want in the corporate world and I'm not getting anywhere and they don't even pay that much. I kind of felt like I don't really have a passion. I don't have something like my friend does where she's like, I actually am really into interior design. Like I wasn't like I'm really into anything. And that was kind of a mind trip because I thought I had to have like one solid thing. But I just started trying things and it, it made sense at the time because Trevor was into starting a new construction business and was slowly getting a first product off the ground that I helped a lot with. I was like, it's kind of a no brainer. And now it makes a lot of sense because it's something I am passionate about and something I do love, but it's okay if you don't have like that burning passion. You're like, I really want to be a writer. I really want to bake cakes or I want to do interior design because if you know that there's something there, you just haven't figured out exactly what it is. You still, if you want to give yourself that space because I explored it and I'm so much happier, you know, I'm so much happier financially, emotionally, like I always said, and this is really pivotal too, like I always said I wanted flexibility in my time. I never wanted to feel like I constantly had to like rush off to a job or rush off and like if I went to lunch with somebody or met up with somebody, had to be somewhere else. I hate that feeling. I know that you prob- people are probably rolling their eyes like that's what <laughs> life is, but I really don't like <clears throat> always having to be somewhere because somebody's expecting me. And I want to be able to make as much money as I can. And nobody can tell me, nope, that's all you make this year, right? And so by way of whatever happened, I found that. And maybe I'll find that again in something else in the future. I don't know what the future looks like. But right now I'm like, dang, like this is actually everything that I wanted. And yeah, it's hard sometimes. And yeah, there's lulls. And yeah, no one's writing me a check every two weeks. But it fits my lifestyle. And that's all that matters, right? Like people out there that are whatever you're successful in, whatever you're good in, if that is where you want to be, then you've, you've hit hit it. Like you've gotten to that spot, like you're there and continue to grow and, and become better, of course. But like sometimes it's, it's hard to remember that, right? Like I'm, I'm super on social media all the time because I love being on there for, for work stuff. And there's this other thing going around right now where people are like, it goes to a song where it's like me realizing I'm living like my childhood dream. And it's like, 
And some people might be like, well, that's people bragging. But I'm like, I love seeing that stuff that people are like, whoa, like I'm in my dream house or my dream apartment. I'm driving like my dream car or I'm I'm living in my dream city or I'm doing whatever. Like and realizing that, like how often do we just be like, okay, well, I got this now. I'm on to the next thing. You know, I know we talk about that a lot, but it's a good reminder to be like, whoa, like this is actually what I wanted. And so that goes back to like the younger self running towards you and giving yourself a hug. Like how cool would it be to be able to like, to to know that like and maybe even now like if you're uncertain right now like know that in the future if you're making the right steps just as a human like you're trying you're failing you're getting back up that that will be your future if you don't if you feel like you don't have it quite yet or and I don't either I'm still growing and learning but it's like I've come a long way and it's I wish I could have told my younger self or like I'd known at that age like you know it is gonna get better because I felt like I felt like everything was so final like relationships or breakups everything was so final it's like none of it's final it's all part of the growing process it's all part of your life journey and you'll get to those places and those points in your life where you're like okay cool and I have to remind myself of that because it's so easy for me to just be like okay what's the next thing I need to work towards or I'm not doing good enough it's like you're doing good enough 100% so well that gave me an idea because my friend who's a teacher she has her kids write a letter when they're 10 and she sends it to them when they're like going into high school or whatever so they get to like read their thoughts and like their dreams that's really cool five years and i'm sitting there i'm like man the hardest thing about life is perspective like everything you know it's that saying that i did not make up that I got from somewhere else, but the hardest thing that's ever happened to you is the hardest thing that's ever happened to you. Like, that is just, like, the absolute, like, example of perspective in the moment. But, yeah, I don't know. It just got me thinking. I'm like, wow, you know, some of the, just the dumb stuff. And I guess I shouldn't say dumb. Like, just some of the things that are bothering me now, like, probably in a couple of years are going to be like, dude, seriously? Like, that's nothing. Like, you shouldn't, don't, we're way past that. So, it kind of inspired me to try that. Just write myself a letter for five years from now, me, and just kind of talking about, like, all the things, like, I hope to accomplish, like, you know, where some of the issues I'm having today, because I think it would be so interesting five years from now to be like wow like there's some perspective for you because this was just a little while ago you know what I mean absolutely I mean I'm even thinking right now like five years ago for example I was living in my college apartment I'm pretty sure or just just moved out of my college apartment into Trevor's mom's house and that time was so different right like it was I was making enough money to like pay the bills but I wasn't like having to pay my student loans yet and like really start like I didn't wasn't paying for health insurance yet I wasn't you know there were certain things that like I just hadn't taken on and so it's like you're making just enough money and like I felt like I had money to spend because I'm like I don't have a car payment I don't you know my rent's like 625 for a two-bedroom that I'm splitting and you know I'm I'm not like I don't need for much I don't have a need for very much and so it is just even thinking back as much as you know I I'm not like can't really get into my headspace necessarily at that time but it's it's so different and I will say one of the, the the things I'm gonna point out is like my is money mindset like my money mindset has changed so much I'll give you guys an example I was at um, Marshall's which is like TJ Maxx over the weekend picking out some gifts for my niece's birthday I'd got her something but I wanted something a little bit more and she was I, I was standing in line and they have like all those things that you can stare at and like want to buy while you're 
um, waiting to check out and there was a candle there and I had I was like oh okay I'm smelling candles I was like I'd like to get a new candle for the house like one that's like soy based or whatever and so so it's a little more healthy and I grabbed it and I like had this flashback to like a year or two prior where like I was in the same position and I was like battling over whether I should buy the candle or not because I was like so tight on money and I was like <clears throat> weird what a weird weird like place to be in and to come to a point where it's like that's not even a thought to me anymore like obviously I don't just go buy a car or like expensive handbag but something like a $12 candle a year or two ago was like uh, I don't know do you need this and I'm like you know it's it's not a thought and so and, and that's not just because I'm like oh I'm so rich now that's not the case at all it's it's also like a money mindset like believing that more is coming your way and I'm not buying it and then getting into debt I would I wouldn't do that either but it's like I was always like everything was like oh you don't need that you don't you don't need to like buy anything like you everything's so tight everything's budget tight 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 and instead it's like now I I have a little bit more flexibility with that like and that allows me to work harder and be better and all that stuff too and then it it makes those choices just like a no-brainer because I'm always like I put myself in the position to keep working and to keep earning but also like I'm not so tight on myself with every single freaking dollar and I know, obviously, you can't just be like, well, you know, I'm just going to let that go and money will come my way. You have to work for it. But it was like such a mind trip. I was like, oh, my gosh, the dang candle, right? And like it mattered so much two years ago. And now it's like I'm in such a different place. So, yeah, the five-year thing, that's super cool. I should do that, too. I should write a letter. You should do it. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think that would be incredible from like a perspective. Or even one year, two years. What doesn't matter? Like. I think we would all be so surprised, even with just that same story right there, because I guarantee if you wrote yourself a letter two years ago, you've been like, you know, wow, you know, things are a little bit tight, but I still believe and have hope. Like, you know, I'm still looking for the new opera. I mean, you probably would have said all of this stuff and it would have blown your freaking mind like two years later being like, wow, like this actually all came to pass. And for like, sure. That same situation isn't, you know, a deal breaker anymore because... Um, I heard something interesting, someone who, you know, they're very well off, so you kind of have to take everything with a grain of salt, but I still think it's applicable that he just said that, you know, being able to go to a nice restaurant and not having to worry about the bill, like, that's, that's where his cap of, like, success is, like, that's what he's happy with, like, just not even being happy, happy. Not even having to look at it and just taking care of it is, like, his definition of, like, being, like, set mm-hmm. to where you're not, you know, oh, my gosh, like, I got to Venmo everybody in the room to, like, make sure that my account doesn't go over John or something. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or like, being able to do that and, and being able to without having to stress. Yeah. And it's funny that you say that too, because there's quite a few people in my life or, you know, whether they're related to me or Trevor or someone I know, and they can so easily do that and they've worked very hard in their lives. But what's also super cool is, yeah, they can take care of a $600 bill and they're like, no, 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 we got it. They don't look, here's the card, whatever. But they're also extremely humble. You don't look at them. And and I don't care. Like, I love people that love, like, designer stuff and nice cars and stuff. I like nice cars. I like stuff. There's certain things where I'm like, I'm not super into clothes or handbags. But everybody has their thing. And I don't care if you're all decked out in Louis Vuitton and your car's covered in Louis Vuitton seats. Like, cool. I love it. If you love it, I love it. But I definitely more align with, like, people that you could look at them and not know if they're wealthy, if they're happy or sad. Like, they're just, they're just are, right? 
And there's people in our lives where I'm like, they can take care of that bill so easily or go on a nice trip and no questions asked and they actually have money for it. But yet they're like the most humble, nice, kind people that if you saw walking on a street or into a restaurant, you wouldn't have any idea what they do. And that that's a great reminder. Like it's, it's great to have people that you can look up to like that as a reminder of like who you want to be. And also like seeing people that have what they want and they've worked very hard, but they're still just like normal. Like I, I think something that's a big turnoff for me is seeing people that like brag and flaunt and have and like, and like I said, everyone should do whatever they want to do. But for me, I'm like, that's where I will say, like, that's kind of where I get caught up in the the game of like making more money is I'm like, I don't want to be that way. So then it kind of starts, then I start kind of doubting, like, why am I doing this? Like, I don't yeah. want to be that way. <laughs> so seeing people like that in my life that have, you know, I know they have a beautiful house and they drive nice cars, but like, there's still normal people that laugh and like want to go to karaoke with us and play pool. And like, we're drinking like, three dollar shots but also we just had like a four hundred dollar shot of tequila that we shared like there's that balance and I know that sounds extreme but it's like it sets it up my life up for like cool I have people that like I actually identify with that will be hopefully me in 20 30 years right and that it's possible to still be good kind normal looking human and still have success it's not this like oh now you have money now you have to be all flashy and all that stuff and I never thought that but it is something I think about where it's like the more success anybody gets, like people change and I don't want to change. I still want to be myself. So it's a good reminder that I can still be myself no matter if I'm rich, poor, smart investor, bad investor, like I could still be myself at the end of the day. And that's really what I care about. Yeah, I want my bills taken care of and be able to buy what I want and not have to constantly be tied on money. But I always want to be who I am right now. I'll change and grow. But like, you know, like the core person that you are, that's how I always want to be. So... Well, that's what makes those kind of people such incredible role models, which unfortunately, because of how humble and usually not in the spotlight, we don't get a chance to look at them. And, you know, especially younger people don't get a chance to like, because it's not, that's not what's sexy. Like, it's the people holding up bricks of $100 bills to their ears like a phone. And I'm like... I'm like, these people are, like, they're just, this is all, like, a caricature of a rich person. Like, their houses are rented, their cars are rented, they don't, it's, the money is easy come, easy go kind of thing. And it's, like, the people that can acquire wealth and are not out, you know, filming ridiculous videos of them burning cash with a cigar or, you know, whatever it is, like, shows that they are so strong-willed that they're actually like above trying to show it off if that makes sense like it's like another level of being smart and like respecting money i guess that's what it is it's like a true respect of money Mm -hmm. like because in most people that respect money who are really wealthy like you would never know that they were that rich (laughs) you know it's it really is crazy, and it is just too bad to not see those people more, like, put onto a pedestal of, like, hey, this is, like, this is a good person that has lots of money, and they do good things with it, and they're also not an asshole. Like, totally, those things can exist. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the other thing. People get really up in arms about rich people being a certain way or people that have... And I need to stop using, like, rich, like, wealthy people, like... You know, there is, there there can be, like, 
good, decent people because money doesn't, I don't think, makes people bad. It just exacerbates whatever is already inside of you. Absolutely. So It totally does. And I know money for so long has been such a taboo topic and <clears throat> it makes people uncomfortable and all of that, but it doesn't make me uncomfortable. And in fact, like I'm really working on continuing that you know healthy mind money mindset growth and like learning to love money learning to respect money i love that you said that and learning that like it's not a bad thing it's just and it's it's an exchange of energy for the things that we want in our lives and i'm actually doing this like manifestation course it's like this free video course and i just listened to it while i'm driving and she said something really interesting she said that you know people that manifest and believe in like the law of attraction but also do the work like there's a law of attraction and a law of action you actually have to take action and it's like you can't just like even if somebody comes and knocks on the door you can't be like well they have to find a way to get in it's like no open the door pick up the phone you know take those opportunities work and stuff f towards those things but she was saying you know for her personally she's like i desire really nice things in life like I like to sit in first class when we fly and I like to have my dream car and I like to have nice things and she's not overly excessive but it's still really cool to see she's like but that's for me like you can manifest whatever you want it doesn't have to be like and you, you can you can work hard for whatever you want and it doesn't have to be lavish and crazy and outrageous like it can be just I want a nice normal house. I want a nice normal life. And so it is whatever you paint it to be. And what I might want might not be what you want. And mm -hmm. you know what my fiance Trevor wants is not what a lot of other people want, but that doesn't matter. That's subjective to what you want. And I do believe that it's possible for anybody to have those things. It just, it, it really does take time it's really training your subconscious. It's like 95% subconscious and 5% conscious, but also something else that was shared in this manifestation course um which i'm just really kind of getting into is she was like the law of manifestation and like the law of attraction is like the law of gravity it doesn't just work for you and not for me like gravity doesn't just work for you and not for me like it's a constant like gravity is constant right everybody experiences it so it's the same thing like for whatever you want in your life it's like everybody can experience it and we do experience sometimes we don't realize that's what what it is but anybody can experience and have it and make it be whatever they want it to be. I just think that most people don't think that it's possible. Like, I think even just saying like, oh, that's the so-and-so's, the Johnson's just bought a nice house. Well, we'll never be able to do that. Like, just saying that, like, you're, it's like the very, very fine beginnings of like setting yourself up for failure. Like, believing that you can't is like the basic, the most basic way of stopping yourself. And then, of course, like, you make decisions on, like, what you do for work and, you know, following your passions versus not or staying at a job or not. Like, of course, it's way more complicated than that. But I find the people that say stuff like that or, like, are constantly, like, jealous of other people succeeding or they just don't believe in themselves at all, like, they, and they don't try, like, of course it's going to stay that way right? Like the moment you make a decision to change, it starts to change. I've seen that in my own life. Like even just switching from like nannying full time to like doing what I'm doing now. Like it was a scary choice. It was a hard choice, but it felt right. And I did it. And like, yeah, it took me some time to figure it out because that's what life is all about. But it's like, it can be whatever you want, but if you don't believe it never will. Hmm. Yeah. I'm, it's interesting that you brought that up. Well, one, I'm interested because you know a little bit more of it. Like, I'm assuming with the law of attraction, like that can also like work in reverse, right? Like that person that's like, oh, I'm never going to have that. I'm never, I mean, 
I, I, I'm, I'm genuinely asking, like, yeah. is that ever talked? I've never heard about, like, the the ugly side of, like, law of attraction. For but, sure. But, like, I imagine that if that is, like, the rule of gravity, like, people who are just constantly negative are probably going to attract negative things, right? And, yeah. And yet that is so much easier to believe than when you hear law of attraction, like, <laughs> Yeah, right. You put like a, a Ferrari on your, your pinup board at home and like that's what you're going to get because you believe that. But like we're totally fine with believing like, oh, that person is so negative. Like Jimmy is so negative. And that's like, all they attract. And that's all they attract. Like he's in terrible relationships, can't hold down a job, has like alcohol dependence. Like what? Like you could totally believe that if you said that's the law of attraction. People are like, yeah, <laughs> I get that. But that, so that's just super interesting. I never thought about that. Because yeah. it can... I I always try and put myself in other people's shoes. Like, I can see and understand, and I've become a lot more open-minded because I do believe that it is true in some ways, like, the law of attraction. But, you know, I wish people could kind of see, like, like, it's so easy to believe if you just attract negativity. That's usually what you're kind of involved in. But if you did the opposite, like... Maybe it just might work, you For know? sure. I won't think about it, too. Like, let's really dumb it down. I know this isn't like a manifestation law of attraction podcast, but it's it's just been working in my life when I put the work in. Like, think about, like, when you were younger. I know, like, in high school, there were some people that I hung out with that weren't that great. They were making bad choices, that were doing bad things. And I was desperate to just, like, hang out with people and not feel alone. Mm -hmm. And I'm telling you, every time I hung out with those people, it always bred bad stuff. It's like what our parents tell us, right? Like, well, if you hang out with trash, you're going to start to stink, right? And it's like, it's so true. And we see that happening. And then it's like, the moment you start hanging out with good people or or making better choices and, and finding people you really like, like, you do change. Like, I used to hang out with friends long, long time ago that, you know, we, I was guilty of it too. We talked crap on people we were negative and that it all it did was bred more negativity and now i have a group friend group that lifts each other up and supports each other and cheers each other on and it's just so different like i don't have this like invisible anxiety about relationships and oh i hope i didn't say that or like oh i posted i was here and like they're gonna wonder why and like no it's just so much easier and like my life is easier because of that and so it's just true for it's true for anything and when we start to say i don't we'll never have that or we we could never do that your brain and your con your subconscious it starts to search for ways to confirm that that's true so then you're going to start seeing things that are like oh, yep, nope, we couldn't, we we can't do that, we're not good enough, we can't afford that, or, you know, it's, and, and not, again, it's like, it's kind of hard to describe because it's not like things actually happen where it's like, nope, you can't do that, but you, your mind will, your mind is so powerful that it's going to search for ways that either if you say like good things, it'll search for ways to confirm that, and bad things, it'll search for ways to confirm that, just because we are our attention is drawn to it more so right like i could be doing something and i could point out all the crappy stuff that's happening around me all day but if i have the lens of like a positive day and i just smile at the person even if they cut me off or whatever like i get to choose how my perspective is of that so yeah it's very complicated but if you're ever into it like i would highly recommend reading books or like even just finding people on social media that are spreading like a good message of course there's people out there everywhere that like just try to sell you on stuff but the people that I found are really helpful and they offer like free stuff that you can kind of get your feet wet a little bit and understand like what you're doing. And I mean, I've told you guys this before. I have one of those vision boards in my 
bathroom and like 90% of the things that come true on that board. And I made that board only like eight months ago and none of that was true on that board. So I'm like, hmm, obviously I had to do the work, but because I'm like reminding myself, this is what you want. Remember, this is what you said you wanted and you still want this every single day. I find ways to confirm that that's true by my choices, by my actions. Like, okay, remember when you set that goal? Okay, so what are you going to do to get it? Okay, I'm going to do this, this, and this. And, you know, A, B, and C didn't work, but I'm going to try D, E, and F or whatever. Like, it's just it's just a reminder of what you want and how, and then you realize and you figure out how to get it. So it's it, it works. It's Sometimes people don't really understand it, but I do like how you said that. Like, we can so easily believe when somebody's like, oh, they're so negative and all they do is attract negative. And it's like, well, yeah. What if it's like, they're so positive and all they do is attract positive. And like, let's put that to, like, I'm not saying this towards anyone. But it's like, oh, they're so poor and all they do is tra- attract things that make them more poor. <laughs> or it's like, they're so, they're getting so successful and wealthy and all they do is attract things that make them successful and wealthy. Like, they're one and the same. They're just, one is positive and one is negative. So I'm glad that you said that too, because I think, it's nice to have that reference to kind of validate what we're talking about too. Again, this is not a manifestation law of attraction podcast, but it is so cool to see it work in action. And I see some people that don't even realize they're doing it because they just are so in tune with themselves and their choices and the people around them. And sometimes it takes time to kind of eliminate maybe the people that you don't really vibe with or the the workplace or the people you work with or the boundaries that you created. Like some people are just very in tune with that. And yeah, it takes me like you a little bit longer sometimes where it's like we maybe we do things or say things or we've had friendships or not have have done things or whatever where we're trying to figure those out and we're getting better at it. But some people are just way more in tune with that. I know Trevor's one of those people. Like he's just very in tune with that type of stuff. And I admire that in him because it has gotten to him to a place where he's very happy with his life and he's still excited to continue pushing forward so I don't know I don't know what the secret sauce is with that one but it it is interesting to see people deal with that and also something I want to talk about too is I think it's really interesting when I mean just from an observation perspective like I think sometimes I can be hard on myself like oh like you still have so much like learning to do and growing to do like emotionally and from the mature standpoint or relationship wise but there are people in my life and in everyone's lives where, you know, they haven't, they're maybe even older than you and they haven't reached those points in their life where I'm seeing them deal with like, even something as simple as like, you know, when people project, you're with somebody and maybe they're drinking or they just like tell you and they're projecting onto you their own feelings and thoughts. And it's like, as we mature and grow, we kind of learn how to deal with those things or we recognize, oh, I did that last time and I said that and I you know, instead of just being ignorant and being like, I didn't, you know, that I was right. It's like, okay, why did you say that? Why did you do that? And I see people in my life and in people that I know's friends' lives, like people I don't even know, but I see it happening where I'm like, it's interesting that there still are so many people that are struggling with doing the work to become better and like learn from those life lessons. And also just having experiences in general where it's like yeah like that's I'm like there's been some stuff that's happened where I'm like whoa like I dealt with that like five years ago and I'm seeing people that are older than me or the same age as me like dealing with it and it's it doesn't make me any better there's stuff that they probably progress faster at that I haven't but it's really like kind of like a mind trip because I feel like there's so many people that don't 
don't deal with that. And I think I didn't realize until recently that there was a lot of stuff that I wasn't dealing with or like the same old habits I was doing and like the things I was saying. And like, I will say, I, I know Trevor has pointed out some stuff even in our relationship where I'm like, oh my gosh, that took me like three years to get over like doing this or saying that or something that was like triggering or hurtful, you know? And it's like so many people are unwilling or just haven't realized that they need to move past that. And so that, I mean, it makes sense why there is like hurt in the world and people are, you know, struggling maybe even with becoming better humans or attracting what they want in life or being in the places they want. And I think that's why it's so hard for people to get to that spot because it's not complicated. It's not like impossible. And then we look at people that have done it and people tear them down like, oh, you know, good for them. We've talked about this, like, must be nice. Like they just got lucky, whatever. But it's because it's difficult. It's difficult for ourselves to look in the mirror and look at our flaws and and be like, okay, you know what? That's okay. How am I gonna be better? How am I gonna be a better partner, a better sister, a better daughter, a better, husband a better whatever a better work partner a better anything like we're so unwilling to look at ourselves and i'm speaking to myself as well like there's been times where i'm like so unwilling to look at that and i'm like it's not a big deal but it's like there's other people in your life that it's a big deal to and you care about them like you have to consider that and i mean sometimes it's putting other people before yourself and then it's like it gets returned back to you but that seems i think a lot of people have a hard time with that especially like i'll kind of dive into like the other aspect of this in relationships like I'm very like for women's rights like I'm very pro-women I I believe that like we deserve everything and more and and I know in society we've been you know pushed kind of to the back burner and like in the workplace and in so many aspects like and people think coming off of like you know like the 50s and 60s like the the homemaker the housewife like it we that almost gets like a bad rap but there's nothing wrong with being like a homemaker or somebody that stays at home or watches kids or like likes to take care of their partner and I follow somebody who I really admire and she's like whoever it is in your life like be their biggest cheerleader like she's like I'm very like pro women but like be like your husband's biggest cheerleader be your wife's biggest cheerleader be like be there for them like talk good about them behind their back like be their supporter love and take care of them and like I don't know I just think about that a lot too because I think it's something I want to be better at but I think a lot of people could be better at being supportive of their partners or their friends and and then it comes back to you it really does and if it doesn't then those aren't the right people to be with but it naturally just comes back again kind of with like it's like a law of energy like what you give out is what you get back and so um yeah so many kind of random thoughts today but I do think if we spend more time looking at ourselves and being like, okay, like it's something as simple as like, I, I'll share this with you guys. And I know I'm on a, on a ramble, but, um, Trevor loves Marvel movies and I'm like not super into action films, but like when it's on, I like it, but it's not my first choice. Mm-hmm. And he keeps saying like, can we please just watch them all in order? I'm like, that's a huge commitment. Like I'm, Damn, you know, that is a big commitment. you know, like yeah. there's 24 movies or whatever. He's like, can we please just watch them in order? Like I, he's like so excited for me to watch them. Right. And I've been putting it off for months. And so, I was thinking about this, like, you know, putting other people before me because it, does, it doesn't kill me to do that. And it, you're not expected to do that all the time. Like, that's not reasonable. But I was like, you know what? And like two nights ago, I was like, okay, I'll watch. I've seen already some of them, but not in order. I was like, I'll watch Captain America with you. I'll watch the first movie. And he was like, really? And he was so excited. And now, and it's like made him so happy. And it didn't like cost me anything, you know? And it's like, 
it there's certain things that he does for me out of nowhere that like I don't even have to ask him to do and he's a lot better at that than I am and there's a lot of things I'm better at than him I will say but you know just doing those things or like if your friends or your family like there I've had conversations that I won't necessarily share on here where like somebody's asked me like I need this from you or like can we be better at this and I'm like yes like why am I holding back on that and obviously I'm very grateful that they're willing to share that with me but if it's something you're aware of I'm like that I just want to like do more of that because it just makes for a happier life it really does and so even though some people are like well screw that like you should have your own decisions it's like I do I have my own decisions all the time and I'm like giving somebody something like that so it's a silly example but like to see the how happy he is and he's like so stoked on it I'm like this costs me nothing this is like free you know and I get to spend time with him and it's it's great yeah that's not honestly like that's that's not silly like at all and that's really awesome because <clears throat> that's somewhere I definitely struggle with too is because you know I've been so obsessed with like this whole like freedom and independence thing that I sometimes forget like that also those are can also be synonyms for selfishness and like you know always thinking that oh well you know like I need to be the author of my own and you know just all this same old bullshit that you just like tell yourself like it just kind of boils down to like sometimes it just means you're being selfish like and not you know, not being accommodating or, you know, like in that example, you know, it would be so easy to be like, well, I don't really like them. So no, like you can do that on your own or the buddy, like that would have been very simple. And most people might've been like, well, Mel, like that's not really nice, but I get it. Cause you don't like it and it's not your thing. And you know, it's geeky, whatever. Like, but you know, the moral of that story is like, even though it's not your favorite, like it's free. And it really does bring him a lot of joy. And, you know. And the favor will be returned good... to me, too, out of nowhere. Like, and well, I know that yeah. with him. And it does. Like, you know, my whether it's, like, my favorite meal or I get to do something with someone. <clears throat> so, yeah, it's just really interesting. Again, lots of rambling thoughts today. But um, I do think, yeah, I think it's good to just look at ourselves and just try to become better every single day. And I know that's cheesy because there's days where I'm not better and there's days where I'm worse. But um, just remembering that and, like, just figuring out how to make those relationships stronger. Because I'm like, those are, like, the most important things in my life. So why wouldn't I want them to be good? So, anyways, I could talk you guys' ears off all day on this stuff. But I'm sure we will have plenty more to share with you guys next week. Thank you so much for joining us. We really appreciate it. We're excited to share more things with you as time goes on. And I can't believe we're literally four months away from 2022. So we really got to make the most of the rest of this year. <laughs> so thanks for joining us. We will see you next week. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys.